2: And
0: empower As the church, man, we should be on the forefront of making disciples, of indoctrination and godly things.
1: If we don't train our kids, they will not be able to stand. Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh.
0: Erin Addison's.
1: On American Family Radio, thank you so much for listening. I'm Miki. And I'm Will. And uh, Gray and J Mac are on tap to help us navigate the show mm-hmm. uh, on this, this Friday edition of Aaron the Addison's. We are going to kind of do a recap of the week, and then we open the phone lines up a little bit earlier in the show just to make sure that we get to all of your calls. You can comment on the show, things that you've heard throughout the week, but maybe you were unable to get through or there was not enough time for calls, because Will, I mean, I hate fault. to keep saying yeah, it, but I, talk I, I mean... Too much. I'm really glad that you can own that. It's it, there is healing when you can get to the place well, where you can just take responsibility for I, talking about Yeah, a I lot. can
0: own that because everybody knows it's not true.
1: Oh, oh okay, that's the reason. So, you know, oh. I'm just saying. Okay, then. Well. <laughs> I don't know how to recover from that one. Anyways, um it's Friday. Um by the time we are uh, talking with our family who um listens during this hour, the next time we gather with them, we will have a 15-year-old daughter.
0: Man, that's true. That is true, why don't time just slow down a little bit? You know it's like going pretty fast yeah 15. anyway i
1: I'll tell you what i what I thought I thought that um I thought that this was supposed to be like the teenage years I thought were supposed to be just like the unimaginable years, you know, and they you know I'm you know still kind of on the bottom end of the teenage years, not the upper teenage years. So I don't know what's, what's (laughs) coming coming quickly. Yeah. But I will say this, I will say this. It has not been as horrible as I raced for. What do you think?
0: I think I I'm not going to say anything because there's still some more years to go. Oh, come on. (laughs) No, no. Look, I I think, you know, yeah, it's been good. I mean, I, I feel like, I'm. I'm trying to look back to when I was. A now, teenager. don't compare
1: our children to yourself. No, I'm just. I'm just. I'm just. Well, because hey, I'm what did your dad say about you, though? What did he say about me? I mean,
0: he's a great young man.
1: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> of course, he did Whoever say that. But in him addition going to, to that, be a
0: very blessed woman. <laughs>
1: That's those are all very wise words once upon a time <laughs> spoken by your father. Um, but if I remember from you, one of the things that he constantly, well, <clears throat> constantly, constantly might not cool. be. I'm sorry. <laughs> Maybe he said it once or twice. What? Something to the effect of you having a hard head. So I just I just <laughs> I just want you to make sure that, that you're comparing was, apples was, to yeah, apples. That was before when you, the
0: teenage years. That was like, you know, Oh wow, yeah, great. That, that started early. Wonderful hard head, make a soft behind. That was his what?
1: Yeah. So many people love that phrase that you've <laughs> given them.
0: I mean, you know, hey. Yeah, he did he did say that a lot, you know.
1: Anyways, no, yeah, you're right. You know what? I think there's some wisdom in not talking or speaking too quickly about it because we've got um soon to be fifteen, then thirteen. And then eleven, soon to be twelve. So, yeah. So I guess maybe they're still. Yeah.
0: Right, (laughs) man. I don't know.
1: (laughs) You know what? Can I just look? Anybody who has any anybody who has um, kind of two sets of kids, if you have that, and you know what I mean, it's sort of like um, it. It reminds me of the the old nursery rhyme. There was an old man named Michael Finnegan. He had whiskers <laughs> on his chin again. He cut them out, but they grew in again. Poor old Michael Finnegan. And then they say, "Begin again."
3: <laughs>
1: there was an old man named Michael so Finnegan, that's right? That's like you the remember song it never ends. It never ends. Yeah. And so I, I look at having two sets of children. The way that I feel like we have two sets of children, we have the big three and the little three. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's like begin again. Yeah. Begin again. Because I go from <laughs> like right. in, in schooling them, I go from. Now please talk about the implications of the judges and the cycles that you saw in Is- Israel's history. Right? Down to Okay, first one to call out the letter. Who? Yeah. Recommends- <laughs> hey, hey. Oh yeah, oh, you got
0: oh, it. Oh, octopus. Octopus
1: <laughs> and, and so it's like you have to make it's it's just like <sighs> you know there's just a big gap you go from yeah. don't speak to your sister that way we need to consider one another's feelings we need to and then and then you make the shift to no please don't lick his face
3: <laughs> Yeah,
1: it's like it's like it's, begin it's again you know yeah. what I mean like it, you're, it's, it it's just two different That's pretty accurate. Um, two different sets of yeah I yeah. mean those are facts yeah. by the way okay those, those are, are facts, facts. anyway yeah. alright so let's do a quick recap then we can get the phone lines open and by the way you can comment on anything that we've talked about throughout the week and if you want to get our commentary on Anything that that you're thinking about, anything that's on your mind, uh, you can do that as well. If we are knowledgeable about your question or your comments, then we'll speak to that. If not, we'll say, you know, I haven't heard of that. Um, Mm -hmm. Let me do some research, and then we'll um, come back and talk about it at a later date. Um, We can start getting phones queued up if you want. 888-589-8840, 888-589-8840. Just by way of recap, on Monday and Tuesday, we talked about stolen words and abandoned posts. Hmm. Uh, Tuesday had a special emphasis on diversity. I just, man, I so don't want us to give up that word. And we're going to talk a little bit about this because uh, the current event that I think provides a little bit of kind of, man, come on, look at where we are and look Mm -hmm. at the conversations we're having, um, would be the consideration of Joe Biden in replacing Justice Stephen Breyer um, with a black woman. Yeah, And I want to talk about that. And I what I, I want to do, uh, and we'll kind of weave that throughout the show, but the, the way I want to do that is I was reading a, a great article um, on the Daily Signal about Justin St- Justice Stephen Breyer and his retirement, and I was reading sort of like his accomplishments leading up to being appointed to the Supreme Court. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I couldn't stop thinking was, man, it's so unfortunate that there could potentially be a person, a black woman, specifically speaking, mm-hmm. who would be appointed to this position or nominated um, simply based on her gender or sex mm-hmm. or, and the color of her skin. Yeah. And I think, man, it's so unfortunate when we allow for sort of like the the decline of our culture that not very many people have a problem with that.
0: You have to throw in there, too, though, um The color of her skin you know uh that is a woman but also her worldview because for sure there'll be other black (laughs) you know women with different worldviews who will not be looked at at all
1: that's very true you know no you're absolutely right about that like i for one well one because i'm unqualified would not be nominated
0: everybody wouldn't think so but no but i'm not qualified Mm. Mickey for supreme court
1: shout out to my brother i'm not qualified <laughs> i i look i know i know it's so funny it's like i see that's the thing when you understand like qualifications and how people should have qualifications for certain jobs certain yeah. roles certain positions yeah. like when you understand that you can say while there might be something that you would like to do, you can also recognize I'm not qualified to do that. Right. Like, you know, I would like to do that, but I'm not qualified to do that. Like, have you heard some of the arguments? Like, if have you heard some of the cases that get argued at the Supreme Court and then how <laughs> the justices go back with some of these attorneys?
3: Yeah.
1: I feel like I would be, well, I, I feel mean, like I'd have my legal pad and I'd be doodling.
0: Given some of the opinions and some of the things I've heard, you think you, I could do ah, it. Huh? Look, some of these people, they, now man, see,
1: on some of those, I agree with them. They you. don't
0: even refer to the Constitution and things nope. like that. I mean, so they,
1: well, they mean, refer, but they refer to it as something that yeah, is not so, fixed. Look, so, you know, you may yeah. be
0: qualified, I just don't know it.
1: Yeah, I just feel like I'd be doodling and I feel like um <laughs> they'd come to me and I'd be like, oh, it's my turn. Okay, well, um, where'd you get those shoes? <laughs> Did you I get mean, a good can, deal?
0: A vice president Harris made a big Stop. deal about shoes that, you know, that it worked for her. Her converse or whatever she had on. <laughs> and,
1: and, and her Timberlands.
0: Yeah. You know. So. Okay.
1: Anyways. Um, so I want <laughs> to, I want to talk a little bit about that, but okay. let me finish through this, this recap here. So Monday, stolen words and abandoned posts. We mm-hmm. can, we can um, relive those discussions on Tuesday specifically. Don't let them have diversity mm-hmm. on Wednesday. You discussed that. Uh, the fact, can I call it a fact that ain't nothing changed. Ain't Nothing
0: changed. I know that's not, you know, you, if I was in your school you mm-hmm. you be chastising me right now but i
1: mean not really not i mean <laughs> yeah um
0: yeah <laughs> yeah but Listen yeah properly. basically talked about from the beginning you know how um temptation the lust of the flesh lust of the eye pride of life you know it happened in the garden you know uh, with adam and eve and uh the enemy tried to come again with jesus with the same thing and that's what happens with us today is those is in those categories you know mm-hmm. and and how and nothing changed. It's the same things. And um, we have to learn how to do what Jesus did and use the mm-hmm. word of God to combat those temptations, those things that would come from the, the evil one to, to trip us up.
1: Amen. You know, and I was thinking, even as you and I were talking about this earlier today, that when we, if we are able to understand the categories that each of the temptations that we face kind of falls, fall into, yeah. temptations, each falls into, each of the <laughs> temptations falls into, um, if we can... If we can think about that, then we, in addition to understanding that, that God has already described the humanity of man and and the areas where we are prone to stumble, Mm -hmm. but we can also recognize the reliability of scripture, because even if it's not your specific issue that is addressed, Mm -hmm. the issues that we face fall into each of those three categories. That's right.
0: That's right.
1: So what are we going to come up against that we're like, "Mm, I don't know if the word can handle this. And Jesus
0: overcame. In all those three categories. He was presented with all those three categories and came back with scripture. Mm -hmm. And therefore, you know, we can go to him in our time of need because he's acquainted with the suffering, you know, and the things we go through. So. Amen. amen. I wonder
1: what would happen if we kind of stopped for a second. And when we're falling into various situations, if we stopped for a second and uh, and we were like, you know, man, is this the lust of the flesh? the lust of the eyes or the pride of life. Like what, what category is this falling into? You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. You know, you
0: see, that's, that's the thing about sin. You know, if we were able to do that, we would have a lot more victory, but in those, in, in in those times of sin, you know, you don't think about that type of thing. You think about, you know, fulfilling your desires or whatever it is, you know, yeah. but if we could pause and we can ask the Lord to help us in Mm -hmm. that way, that we would, you know, uh, that we would do that. Man, I think it would stop a lot of things that we would get into, you know, even think about, you know, if think we about really it even down it that
3: way,
1: even down to a basic level. Like when you have arguments or you have disagreements, um, you can mm. see I see this in our children when they have disagreements. Mm. Like sometimes the category is as simple as man. This is the pride of life. Mm. So you've got someone who's come to offer some insight. You couldn't receive that. <laughs> and so you were proud. And mm. so now it's turned into an argument. Like if you start to boil it down, which, by the way, I got to tell you guys, this is labor intensive parenting. But this is the way you do it so that your kids understand the authority of, of the scriptures. But then also that um, because God knows us, mm. he is able to accurately peg our condition accurately Amen. peg our condition Amen. all right and then yesterday we interviewed denise schick of help for families mm-hmm. and we talked about her approach to equipping families to deal with what is called the transgender movement mm-hmm. um and anyway we talked specifically about um a book she has out i'm glad god made me a girl uh, geared to children um helping them deal with the pressures that they face and increasing pressures in our culture to um believe that they can change their sex
3: Hmm.
1: um anyway and 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 what's worse that they should that they should so all of those things are up on the table we can talk about that let's start by going to the phone lines though 888-589-8840 it's the friday edition the gumbo show will be great where do we go first
0: all right let's go to sandy in texas hi sandy
1: Hi. Um, hey,
4: I it, I don't know if this is going to cover anything, but I just had to tell you all something that happened. We went to the D.C. rally on Sunday for the mm. vaccine mandate. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, D.C. has that uh, order that you're not allowed to eat in restaurants without your vaccine card. Mm. So we went into a restaurant. Now, mind you, we rode the train with hundreds of people mm. sitting down on the train. We rode the train to get over to Georgetown. And uh, we went into a restaurant, and they said that they needed a vaccine card. And I nicely told them that if if I had one or not, I wouldn't give it to them because it's my own personal business. Come on. And um, so then they told us, you know, that we couldn't eat there. So we went across the street to the bakery, and we went into the bakery. We were in the bakery for like 15 minutes getting coffee and muffins without a vaccine card, and we went outside of the bakery onto the street in front of the restaurant, and we got on the bus, which had about 20, 30 people on it, mm-hmm. without the vaccine card, and we sat down on the bus, and we rode the bus back to the train, and we got back on the train without our vaccine card, and they told us we couldn't eat in the restaurant because it was a sit-down place, so, mind you, we mm. sat down on the train and the bus. And- <laughs> <laughs> Sandy, listen,
1: it's going to be people like you who help us to kind of take it back. Mm. It's going to be people like you who who aren't easily intimidated and who aren't easily moved. I, I can, okay, 15 seconds is not enough time to tell you our story in Little Rock, Arkansas. I'll do it on the other side of the break. Keep up the great work, Sandy. We'll grab this break and we'll be right back. Kind of Simba, one savior. One son thinks that he can find favor
4: by working harder than his younger neighbor. But there can be an arrogance to labor when I start comparing thinking that I'm greater. Like I built a city that makes me the mayor. Forgotten what
1: you give me that you are my creator. I have tried to build it. I have worked hard. I have willed it, Build it my faves. Welcome back to Aaron the Addison's on American Family Radio. Appreciate you listening. It's the Friday edition. We call it the Gumbo Show. Everything goes into the pot. We recap um, and you can bring up whatever you want. We try mm-hmm. to do a little bit of a lighter show, but sometimes, you know, we talk about some heavy hidden topics, especially if we're recapping from the weekend. So that is to be expected.
0: That's right. I'm Miki. And I'm Will. And that's p with Prodigal.
1: Okay, so to Sandy's point, uh, Sandy called us from Texas and um, just talking about the craziness that, you know, I don't want to over oversimplify what's happening. But just the grabs at control and and kind of the intimidation that's happening in our country where people just um, are not able anymore to act as individuals without being threatened, without Mm. being intimidated. Like I just it's one of those things and I was thinking as Sandy was talking, how when we were I think it was back in November we were in Little Rock, and we we're having such a great time. Uh, we were going to a local children's museum there. And then after the museum, we thought, well, let's grab a bite to eat. And if you can just imagine, you know, it's, it's all eight of us. We're like a, we're like a field <laughs> trip wherever we go. the eight of us. Yeah, we can, <laughs> <laughs> we can make it if we try. Um, anyways, um, so, so there we are. We're like a little mini field trip, and we're looking for a place to eat. And you remember we go into this one place, and we're walking through, and it's like a collection of mm. different it's, restaurants. It's like a, a food court. It was like a food court. Think, yeah. It, really nice setup. Mm-hmm. And so we're going through. I like they had good
0: food in there it too. It's like they really did. And it, it looked and smelled and, like they had oh, wonderful man. food. Yeah, it was good. It looked The food looked smelled
1: good. like it tasted amazing. Man. Anyways, so we're going through and then all of a sudden, um, like a security officer walks up and starts handing out masks, not only to us, but to our children.
0: <laughs>
1: yes. Some people can't see my face, but that.
0: <laughs> some people can't. Well, some Remember people can't. Okay. <laughs>
1: Um, so, so, you know, so, so anyway, so you have a moment where you're like, oh, hold up, <laughs> sir. Not now, only are you shoving masks yeah. on us, but you have bypassed us and gone to our children and shoving masks on them. And I say shoving, that's an exaggeration. He was not doing, he was, it. He was nice. very polite. Yeah, he was very he was, nice. He was nice. But it was just the, like, you're he- you're going to have to wear a mask.
0: Now, am I mistaken? Was this place kind of open?
1: It was open. It, it was uh, it was like it was a weird kind of setup because it was enclosed like there were walls. And somebody who is from Arkansas will know what we're talking about. I can't remember the name. We were like on Main Street or something. We yeah, were it was downtown. We're on a, a, it was downtown. Yeah. But it was it was airy. It was open like yeah. the, there was no roof on it. It was just sort of like parallel walls. If I, I don't know if that makes sense, but it just felt very open. Like we weren't inside, but it also had walls. I don't know how you describe that. Anyways, it was near like a train station, maybe bus station, something, something like anybody that. from Little Rock. Can you help me? But anyway, <laughs> we so I go. So I go. I said, oh, we have to wear masks. And uh, he was like, yeah. And I said, and our children, too. And then he started asking their ages.
3: <laughs>
1: because for some reason, little kids with COVID cannot pass it on. <laughs> So only kids, you know.
0: <laughs> right. So the little ones didn't have to wear, you know. <clears throat> so we were polite. Yeah. Yeah. We were polite. Oh, yeah.
1: We accepted and the masks.
0: Politely left.
1: And then yeah. we politely left. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> we left with the masks in hand. Yeah. Like, you know, and, um, and, and so there was a little bit of disappointment because, as I already said, the food looked amazing. Yes. So we're like, ah, oh, man, you know. But I'm thinking we're and- going to be eating in just about 10 minutes.
0: Right. Right.
1: laughing and talking and like breathing out into the air. And so for the for the two, three minutes, okay, who am I kidding? Fifteen minutes that it takes us to order. <laughs> it's fine. a lot of us. It takes a long time. So for the, the few minutes that it takes us to order, what's the difference between that and when we sit down to eat and now we're permitted to take the muzzle um, mask. <laughs> I'm sorry, no, just it's a mask. Just permitted <laughs> to take it off. I just, you know, and so, but those become those moments where you lead by example. You say, listen, we... You know, we're not trying to be rebels without a cause, mm-hmm. right? Like not rebels without a cause, but I, I you know, so we, you you were like, all right, let's go. That's that's it. Mm-hmm. Just move mm-hmm. on. So we just filed out. We just not a big deal. We didn't, we didn't have any signs. You know what I mean? We didn't hold it. <laughs> no,
0: no, it wasn't intense.
1: <laughs> it was very polite. It wasn't,
0: it wasn't like, you wasn't know. It wasn't a
1: small demonstration. We just no, like, yeah, was- we're not. We're yeah. not doing it. Right. And I think those are the, and we'll go back to the phone lines here. I think those are the kinds of routine displays that Americans have to have yeah. if you hope to live in the country you once knew.
3: Yeah, yeah.
0: That
1: it's not, I'm going to tell you something. And some, In some ways, it will be the big rallies. It mm. will be the big demonstrations. We have to keep doing that. We have the right to do that. But I really think the changes, the changes will occur when we do like what Sandy's describing, where you're just like, OK, so now you just lost out on my money. Mm-hmm. That's that says something. Do you understand? Because there's some people who it might be easier to gather at a rally, but more difficult on the, in those small individual moments to stand up for yourself. You know mm. what I mean? Like it's, you know, mm. and so we just have to develop that. We have to practice that backbone. So mm. anyway. All right. Well, the great. Let's go back to the phone lines. Where do we go?
0: All right. Let's go to Gary in look like he's in Arkansas.
5: Hi, Gary. Hey, Gary. Hey, how are y'all? Good, good. good. I just wanted to comment on, the. I have four children.
3: Mm-hmm.
5: My oldest uh, was six years younger than the others. So uh, actually what happened is we had my son, and then we waited six years, had my daughter, and our surprise was twin boys ten months later.
3: <laughs>
5: so it was culture shock. <laughs> but my oldest, my oldest son was the type of kid that would wait at the end of the bed until he got up and not get into anything. Well, the other three, not so much. Yeah. Oh. And so, <laughs> we know. All the yes. things. So, you know, just as they got to driving age, all the different things are coming as teenagers. We mm. had my oldest son, and then we're always thinking times three with those other ones. So, man. Not only did we were we starting over, but it was times three. <laughs>
1: man. man, oh, my goodness. So. And you know the other thing, Gary, oh. I was thinking this as you were talking. You know, sometimes mm. in the Lord, and, man, you know, we all – We all love the Lord. Sometimes, you know, there's a kind of a I don't know if it's fair to describe it as a setup in the first kid, because the first kid sometimes will give you a false sense of security. You're like, oh, that's what it's going to be like. So you've got that that boy who's like, we'll stay in bed until you come and get him out like you're not. And so you're like, wow, this is wonderful. But then you keep going. And so so we were the same way with our first. It's like at two weeks old, she's sleeping through the night. Mm-hmm. Two weeks. I
0: mean, that was amazing. You we know, were like, wait. We never what? heard of that, you know.
1: No. So. Everybody's like, get ready for those long nights <laughs> and get ready for that. And so so we were ready. Like we were like, okay, we know it's gonna it's gonna be taxing, you know. And then this kid, I remember. I remember waking up screaming because I thought, where's the baby? Where's the baby? Because I hadn't been disturbed, you know? Mm-hmm. And do you remember, you're saying, it's, she's in
0: the thing. Right, right. We're all <laughs> and panicked. The, and she's in the thing. The thing is, she kind of still like that.
1: She's still like, she's a sleepy, <laughs> sleepy person, man. She is a sleepy. <laughs> that was indication of. Yeah, yeah. She's a sleepy, sleepy person. And then, um, you mean, you so you're on. just like. Oh. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. And then you have one that cries a lot.
1: Through the night for the first six months of her Every two hours. Every two hours, you know, and people like to talk about, you know, people like to talk about the different trials that you go through that really shape your marriage. Um, sleep training that will shape your marriage. OK, do, do you remember some of those middle of the night oh, yeah. things
0: I remember you used to play like you were sleeping. Wait, no, not no, <laughs> no. Hold on a second. I did not. <laughs> play like you sleeping. He I didn't. Get
1: no, I did not. Nah, I did I not know. pretend. I was I merely giving you an I, opportunity. I, I, yeah, I, I think so. I, I might have did that. Because. because you
3: know,
1: <laughs> I'm asleep. Yeah, you know.
0: Kind of. <laughs> I don't hear that. Crying.
1: The only thing I would do is give you an opportunity to serve your family. That's all <laughs> I was trying to do. I was trying to give you an opportunity to, to kind of be the first one to kind of, you know.
0: Right right
1: Anyway, um, <laughs> but when it became obvious that it wasn't happening, do you Look, remember? Let me. This is not up. one of I our. I got up too. You, oh, you did. Yeah. Oh, you did. No, so I don't mean so to imply that you didn't. As, you know. No, and and there were times that I just simply, um, just <clears throat> pretended to not. I'm sorry. <laughs> there were times that, mm-hmm. that I just,
0: let the truth be known. Let the truth ain't. be known. I'm not,
1: it's not my finest hour, but it, there were times that I was just like, mm, if I don't move, <laughs> if, I'm, if I'm perfectly still, somebody got to get up. It will appear that she's j- just out of it, you know? And, uh, but I remember it was one, not one of our finest moments. I don't know if you even remember this, but man, she was about four months old, something like that. Mm. I, I'm I'm not sure. But it was every two hours. Yes. She just was not able to be uh, comforted easily. And I remember um, getting up. Oh, and I remember being like, it's your turn. It's like a Don Wildman type thing. <laughs> it's, it's, your <laughs> it's your turn. It's your turn.
0: No, 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 it's your
1: turn. <laughs> yes, and that's what you said. No, it's your turn. And I was like, it's your turn. I just went in there. And you're like, no, man. I just went in there. That was real. We that's went, the struggle yeah. Is real, oh, man. Oh, man, man. You know, and then, I, look. Anyway, then you got to come down from that emotion and try to go back to bed if you can calm the kid. Oh, yeah. Anyways, um,
0: <laughs> Memory that's why lane. The,
1: that's why when you're super young, you probably should be uh, having the children. Because <laughs> the older you get, the more you're just like,
0: right. Can you, you
1: imagine Sarah and Abraham? Like, I just <laughs> anyway. All right. Let's go back to the phone lines. Eight, eight, eight. It's your turn. Abraham, it's your (laughs) turn. Sarah, I just got the kid. It's your turn. Anyway, all right. 888-589-8840. Will the Great, where do we go? All right, let's
0: go to Robert in Alabama. Hi, Robert.
2: (laughs) I tell you, um, uh, I think if my wife and I host the show, I think we would be sounding exactly like the two of you. (laughs) (laughs) Real life. Real life. (laughs) And, uh, not just with the, uh, with the baby thing, I know, that we sound like that too, but with the political thing too. It is a, it's such a blessing to be spiritually yoked with someone who, mm. uh, sees the world the way you do. Cause you know, everything all out, the other stuff only lasts so long mm. before you have to, uh, we have to have a deeper, uh, something deeper. Uh, if you mm-hmm. see the world differently, too differently?
3: Mm-hmm.
2: I whole unequal, unequally yoked thing. It's just not yeah. going to work. Mm. Yeah. And, uh, and going back to what we, you guys were saying earlier about the uh, Supreme Court, mm-hmm. I, I was watching another, another show on the YouTube I like to watch, the, and sometimes they'll show clips from the view. I don't mm-hmm. watch the view, mm-hmm. but he mm-hmm. will show clips from the view when he's talking about liberal hypocrisy or liberal <laughs> stupidity. That's a good sure, show. He doesn't pull the view up. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And they were talking about the Supreme Court justice and who, they, who Biden's going to pick. And of course, he's going to pick them based on race and gender, mm-hmm. which of course is discrimination. nation, but uh, well, mm-hmm. that's okay for them. Mm-hmm. And, and one of the ladies said, uh, you know, uh, there's only been two black men on the Supreme Court in the history you know, Clarence Thomas, uh, Thurgood Marshall, and Clarence Thomas. Mm-hmm. And what we go over, it chimes in that Clarence Thomas and Clarence Thomas don't represent black people. Yeah. Uh, I'm a black
0: man. There she goes. I'm a black
2: <laughs> man. Uh, my wife's black. We're black. Mm-hmm. Clarence Thomas represented us because of that he adhered to the Constitution as written. Come on. Mm, come on, and adhered to the original intent. Kalia mm-hmm. mm-hmm. represented me, my wife, and my family, because he did the same thing. Yep. Come so on. Mayor doesn't represent us because she doesn't do that. And Come St- on. you Stacy, right? Stacy, right? Hmm. What's your name? Oh, Miki. oh, no,
1: I'm Meeky. Oh, but it's fine to be confused <laughs> with Stacey on the right. That's fine. I'll i I'll Yeah, I mean right. it's fine. Sometimes we do get confused for one another because <clears throat> we're right. both so eloquent and I, I, I happen know, to be the Meeky version of Stacy on the right. But you go right ahead, Robert. Go ahead.
2: Yeah, you would make a fantastic Supreme Court justice. Better than my York, because I I guarantee you, you would never have said there were a hundred thousand kids in hospitals. <laughs> right from COVID nineteen, man. No, oh, no, COVID-19. I just
1: would have. I just would have done a duck, duck, go
2: search just to make sure before <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I said anything. That's all she had to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that makes you better than her, right there. But the idea that it's okay to discriminate as long as you're doing it for black people, or, mm. or, or, or black people discriminating, or for black people, or behalf of black people, it's the most. It is so wrong. Come it's on, gotten out of hand. Mm. Uh, come it's on, come on, anti-white, and it's, mm-hmm. it's disgusting to watch. And every time that hypocrisy raises his head, I always make sure my wife goes, yeah, we, we're we like we're like you two. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. No, look, let me say let me say this, Robert. I appreciate the observation you, that you're making. I just I just want to comment on what you just said, because it's an excellent point. I think the unfortunate thing in, in some of this, and I'm not saying that this is true for everyone, But I think it's that black people in America are not able to see that this type of hypocrisy doesn't have any kind of boundary. So there are times where people are tempted to think, well, it's discrimination, but it's in my favor. So I don't really care. And they're not able to just look at this, look at discrimination objectively and say it's objectively wrong. And what do we know about something that is objectively wrong? That means it's always wrong (laughs) if it's objectively wrong that means it's always wrong it's not it's not um it's not subjective it's not a preference right yeah. but we live in a time where there has been such a decline in thinking and such a decline in logic and such a decline in reasoning mm-hmm. that there are people that if you tell them no discrimination partiality based on a person's skin color is objectively wrong people can't process that cuz they'll say but but what about the struggle mm. But what about the struggle? But what about all the times that, quote, unquote, my people didn't? And what about all the times that they did this? And you say, but hold on a second. It's objectively wrong. Mm. It's objectively wrong. What about if we live in a country where we have what we believe to be, man, high principles, high ideals that we've enshrined in our Constitution? What if we live in a country where we say, let's get let's get back to that. Let's stick to that. Right. Let's not exclude people, mm-hmm. but also let's not include people just because this just because that. Mm-hmm. But we don't have, um, you know, we don't have the kind of people rising up in this country or dare I even say growing up in this country who can appreciate that. And I'm telling you, guys, our kids are being trained that discrimination or preferential treatment is okay, Hmm. depending on the person who benefits. Wow. That is a self-serving type of indoctrination. It is because people want to go to a certain end in this country, and so they are building the type of people that they will need to succeed. Hmm. And those people are going to be people who don't understand objectivity. They don't understand logic. They don't understand reasoning. They're not they're not able to understand God's amazing design in humanity. We have a huge responsibility. I just want to say we have a huge responsibility. And to my brother uh, Robert's point, when we are married, right, it is so important for us to be equally yoked with believers and to work together as believers to have a biblical worldview. You're not going to have to struggle a whole lot when you go to the word as your straight edge. Because you're not just taking a position in culture and then saying to your husband or saying to your wife, hey, come over here and get on my side. You know, you know, no, you're saying this is what the word of God says. How closely can we align with this in all of our living and in all of our practices? We'll grab the break and we'll come right back. Aaron, the Addison's American Family Radio. Stay close.
2: My home and life proud to stand and fight for the stars and stripes brave men and women chose to sacrifice so we can live in freedom and have our rights you might not like my guns or my faith but I'm an American son by God's grace.
1: I always feel like, I, I, I don't know, I get a picture that whenever that song plays, <laughs> I, I get a picture that there are some people who are like, now that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> I, feel, I, I feel like there's some people who are out, maybe you're driving, maybe you drive trucks, you know what I mean? And because and, and, we here, we've got some truckers who listen to this program and what an encouragement you are to us when you reach out to us. So I just get a picture of some of, you know, some of our truckers that are just like, yeah.
0: yeah they, they, they pull on their horn.
1: <laughs> like, I feel like there's some truckers that are like, I'm finna be on time today. That's it. I was running behind, but not, man, I'm going to be on time. This delivery's going to get there. It is in. I'm sorry, y'all. That's so, like, not That's oh, not productive. Man. But I just, I, every now and again. I want to invite you guys into the headspace just so that you, you can know what I see when I hear music <laughs> like that. I just feel like there's some people who are like
0: That's <laughs> for people who want to know. That's whosoever South only in America. Whosoever
3: I feel like
1: South
0: some truckers are
1: like, get out the way, son. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh man! Hey,
1: were we the only family when we took road trips that we would do the um, truck horn sound to try to get the trucks to uh, nah, toot their horn when you're driving? Do does, that, does everybody man. did that? Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. does everybody do that? Did that when they were a kid? Yeah. Okay, I just wanted to and know. Sometimes I didn't know. The trucker,
0: so well, Yeah, well, sometimes,
1: yeah, and that was a win. We actually kept points. Our, oh really? Our man, our family, we're so competitive, but yeah. <laughs> in a good way though not not like sports cuz not <laughs> not really good at that but just stuff like that you know we we keep points we keep points of the colors of vehicles i mean all the things that you do you try to occupy yourself mm-hmm. when you're a lot of people anyway <laughs> all right welcome back to Aaron the Addisons on American Family Radio just by way of recap i'm Mikey
0: and i'm Will and I said and that, that was, uh, you did, Whosoever South. Whosoever South, only in America.
1: But I feel like it bears repeating because so many people love it. Like, that it's like, it gives them an opportunity <laughs> to be able to look it up when they when they make that delivery. When they stop and, and drop off everything they can get on their phone and be like, Whosoever South. Yes. All right. Move out the way, son. All right, here we go. Back to the phone lines. 888-589-8840. Will the Great, where do we go?
0: All right, let's go to Todd in Louisiana. Hi, Todd.
5: Hey, how y'all doing today? Hello. Good, good. Hey, I wanted to do, uh, in light of the abortion decision at the Supreme Court on the uh, Dobbs case mm-hmm. uh, coming up, I wanted to share some with you guys, get your take on it. Please. In 2012, uh, I went to Poland and uh, went to a concentration camp called Birkenau, mm-hmm. and I was standing where they unloaded all the Jews before they send them to the gas chambers. And I asked the Lord, I said, Lord, how does a nation get so wicked that it would build factories to kill people? Mm. And he told me that Germany had violated five foundational principles in the book of Genesis. Uh, they are creation, life, marriage, sexuality, and Israel. Mm. And when I came back to America from that mission trip, um. The Lord began to show me, obviously, the the correlations between what's going on in America. Mm. And the first thing he showed me was that our Supreme Court has violated God's word in all five of those areas. And we have a party, the Democratic Party in particular, that is on the wrong side of God in those same Mm. areas. Wow. And so it became an outlook. I was like, wow, Lord, are we we're positioned the same way against your word as the nation of Germany was when they did all those things that that they did back then.
3: Mm-hmm. Yes.
5: And I really see this decision coming up by our Supreme Court on the case that originated out of Mississippi, mm-hmm. that this really needs to go correctly mm-hmm. because – Demons have been released in this nation mm. at a level never before seen in our history yeah. because of our agreement with darkness by law. And Psalm 97 says, shall God have fellowship with a throne of iniquity, which devises evil by law? Mm. And we have done that in spades in America. Oh, wow. And I think when we see like what y'all played earlier, that non-binary teacher
3: Mm-hmm.
5: it's mm-hmm. so weird. You just know there's a delusion going on mm. that's that's just beyond anything we've ever seen where people don't even know if they're male or female anymore. Mm. And mm. Uh, so I just, I wanted to share that with you. Mm. I think this decision coming up is going to be really crucial. I agree. Because if it doesn't go right,
3: mm-hmm.
5: it kind of means we're we're kind of just headlong down that path.
3: Mm-hmm. And,
5: uh, but if it would go the right way, it could, you know, sign- signify a, a, turn in the right direction for once. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
5: Mm-hmm.
0: Man. Oh,
1: oh Todd! What you, Todd. a sobering word! What a sobering message! That I mean, I'm telling you, um, oh, that we would have pastors who would unpack what you just communicated mm. and prepare congregations all across this country to intercede and to yeah. pray and Amen. to fast.
3: Amen. And
1: in fact, we were talking about this last night in our local assembly, we gathered for prayer. And as Will was wrapping up our prayer meeting, my heart was just so impressed with the story of, um, of Esther. And look, things can look really bad. And we have other situations like this. We think of Nineveh, right? Um, things can be really bad and it can seem like things are, it can seem like things are, already set and already determined we have a country that looks like if spiritually speaking mm-hmm. like let's just all be honest about it spiritually speaking if you were to picture our country in a position of maybe like teetering do you know how something is about to go over the edge of something yeah. and there becomes a point where it's more over the edge than it is on the surface so you know it's going over right like you there's something is going and 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 there's a point where it, it could go either way. It could stay if it would stop at that point. But then there's a point where it gets to the tipping point where it's just, boom, it's flipping over, right? Mm. And the outcome in that scenario is certain. But I want to say something. The Bible gives us a picture in the story of Esther. And and I we, we were talking about this last night, and I was just so struck by the importance of prayer and fasting. Because if you'll remember, and just kind of jumping to the decree that goes out, that the, that the Israelites are to be, or the Jews are to be um, murdered. And word gets to Esther from Mordecai that mm-hmm. they have been fasting and praying. They've been fasting and praying because the word has gone out that the Jews are to be murdered, okay? And then Mordecai tells Esther that she's got to do something, okay? Mm-hmm. Esther's got to do something. And Esther, if you remember, Esther's like, the king hasn't called for me in 30 days, If I go to the king and he has not requested my presence, I could be killed like there. And so Mordecai is like, hold up a second. Don't think that you won't be affected by this decree. Don't think that you won't be affected. Okay, but the Lord has appointed you at this time. And what does Esther say? Now, remember, this portion of the story picks up with Mordecai and the Jews are fasting and praying when they learn of this decree. They are fasting and praying. Then you have this moment where Mordecai enlists Esther's help and Esther is kind of hesitant. But then what happens on the other side of her hesitance? What happens is she says, "Okay. Everyone everywhere, fast and pray. I and my ladies will fast and pray and then I will go to the king. So what happens in the because mo- they're at a, they're at the tipping point where it's really more over the edge than it is on the surface. Yeah. OK, so what happens at this tipping point? It is right for us to acknowledge the bravery of Esther and what she did. It is right for us to acknowledge Mordecai's influence and him saying, hey, listen, OK, <laughs> but please, we cannot read this story And miss the unnamed people who were praying and fasting Mm. ahead of these events. Amen. Amen.
0: So to my brother Todd's point. Yes.
1: To my brother Todd's point. We need this decision to go in the right way. But the question is, can people desire it enough to push away a plate for a day or two as we head toward this decision? Can they desire it enough to give themselves fully to prayer? And I'm not, this is not, it doesn't need to be where we're like, okay, yeah, I tell you what, let's organize a day of prayer. You might do that. But, but guys in America, we hide behind our events. Mm. You understand our hearts can remain unchanged in our events because we gather with people who want to pray. It makes us think we're prayerful people. Only prayerful people are prayerful people. Amen. Th- that's it. Like, there's no there's no like I'm prayerful because I gather with people who are prayerful. No, prayerful people are people who pray. Therefore, are prayerful. So what do we need to th- what what do we need to think and what do we need to do? Yeah, we need to give ourselves to prayer and fasting. If you if you.
0: And this is where we stand. You know, we talked yeah. about, also talked about standing in the gap and making a Yes. You know, Ezekiel 2230. I searched for a man among them who would build up the wall and stand in the gap before me for the land so that I would not destroy it. But mm-hmm. I found no one. Thus, I have poured out my indignation on them. I have consumed them with the fire of my wrath. Their way I have uh, brought upon their heads, declares the Lord. So mm-hmm. this is an opportunity to stand in the gap, just like yes. Moses did, you know, when God had pronounced judgment, you know, on the children of Israel because they mm-hmm. had sinned, they, you know. And and but Moses got right in that gap and interceded on behalf of the people and God relented, you Look, know.
1: And, and as you were reading that last night, the exchange between God and Moses, it was so interesting that even the indication that the Lord was like, I my purposes will prevail,
3: mm-hmm. but I
1: will change my method. I mm. won't use those people. He says mm. your people. Mm. <laughs> who you brought out of Egypt, your people. Like he distances himself from those people. They have Mm. defiled themselves, your people. But then you hearken back to it all the while. He's he's telling Moses to go to Pharaoh and say, let my people go Mm. that they may serve me. Let Mm -hmm. my people go. Let Mm. my people go Mm. that they may serve me, that they may worship me. And then, we get to this place where the Lord's like, your people,
0: your people. <laughs> right. But then Moses came back with, no, as you pointed people. out last night. Yeah. But, but
1: Lord, your people,
0: <laughs> yeah. Like,
1: yeah. you know, but they're, they're not, they're not my people. I mean, they are, <laughs> but they're not, they're your people, you know? But the point is, and this was the point that you made last night. Intercession is important. Can I just say this? I want, I want to encourage, and then we'll go back to the phone lines. I want to encourage my brothers and sisters in this way and maybe collectively there can be some type of unity that we all are a part of. The early church, the early church fasted on Wednesdays and Fridays. This was a part of the heritage, the history, the discipline of the church to mm. fast on Wednesdays and Fridays. I don't know. And I'm, I'm not, because it's also, it's one of those things where, you know, when you are fasting, you're not supposed to like tell people,
3: mm-hmm.
0: right?
1: Like you're not because it, it doesn't, it doesn't, it's not, it's not supposed to, bring to be one of, to
0: you. Yes, in your piety.
1: Yes, like right. you're not supposed to be like, oh, I will go out with you to the buffet, but uh,
3: <laughs> I'm
0: I've been in
1: prayer, fasting, and medication. <laughs> That's not what people say, but you know what I mean. So what I'm telling you is this: though all across this country, there are many Christians who still participate in that discipline. Mm. So maybe as you pray about it, I'm just saying maybe as you pray about it, maybe the Lord will call you to fast on a Wednesday every week or maybe on a Friday or maybe both. It just depends. But what I'm saying is that it's not fatal. It's not it's not fatal Mm. yet. You know Mm. what I mean? We can pray and we can fast and we can ask the Lord for the right outcome for the right outcome. We can ask the Lord for his mercy. All right. Well, the Great. Let's go back to the phone lines. 888-589-8840. Where do we go?
0: All right, let's go to Erica in Virginia. Hi, Erica.
1: Hi, Will, Will and Mika. It's so good to, to be with you all this evening. God I bless
4: just you. I want to commend you all on the stand that you take for our public schools. And I'm an aunt. I don't have kids yet, but I have a niece in school and I'm in here in Virginia. And I thank you all for encouraging parents to engage in our school system public. Especially our public school system, to know what's going on with Mm -hmm.
1: our children Mm -hmm. in this day and time. Oh, God bless you, Erica. It's a pleasure to do it. It's a pleasure to draw attention to what's going on with our kids because these are our kids. Mm. These are our kids. This is the church. Right. Mm -hmm. We've got Christian kids who are in a school system where if we don't engage, if we don't pay attention to what's going on, then they that school system will have effectively discipled our kids away from truth, Mm -hmm. disciple them away from the faith. So thank you so much for that encouragement, Erica. We appreciate it. Let's try to squeeze in one, maybe two more calls.
0: All right. Let's go to Diane in Kansas. Hi, Diane.
1: Oh, hello. 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 Hi. Can you hear me? Yes. Okay, I was listening to your radio, to, your st- to you guys one afternoon when I was driving, and
4: you made me laugh and cry at the same time. <laughs> Will started talking about how Nikki pronounces the word foil as farl, <laughs>
1: <laughs> and my mama was the only one in the whole world I ever heard talk like that. Hmm. She would say arl and barl.
0: Wow. Where's she from? Where's your mom from? Where was she from?
1: My mom was born in Missouri and kind of grew up between Missouri, Kansas, and Mississippi. Wow. And one afternoon, she asked my sister and I to go borrow a dozen eggs
4: for potato salad. So we went to the next door neighbor and borrowed a dozen
1: eggs and put them on the table. And she asked for us to boil them in water. Diane, I'm so sorry I've ran I've run out of time. I I done ran out of time, <laughs> Diane. Until Monday, Lord willing.
0: God bless.